Welcome to Ball Court. Yes, this is an exciting world of basketball. I am your host, Coach Drew. Stick with me. This week, we have the Brooklyn Experiment taking another toll. Bradley Beal finally getting his damn respect. But LeBron James getting a slap in the face right here on Ball Court. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, it is another episode of Ball Court, and we are completely completely taken back with the way that the world of basketball is taking place. I am your host, Coach Drew, and let me go ahead and sit here and tell you that right now, basketball has got my heart pounded. It is going crazy. It's like it's going at such a rapid pace, I can't even begin to slow down. But I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. Yes, the Brooklyn experiment, it has been looking very, very good lately. And actually, the experiment in offense has been beautiful, just like we thought it would. I'm talking about Kyrie Irving. I'm talking about Kevin Durant. And I'm talking about James Harden himself. I'm Yes, they're all coming together and it looks beautiful. And just like I said last time we spoke about this, if James Harden is a facilitator, this team is going to look amazing. He cannot sit there and take shot after shot like he was doing in Houston. But guess what? He's still putting up buckets, but he's spreading the ball around. He's showing that love. So you tell me, this experiment must be going absolutely great. <laughs> Not so much. The experiment looks pretty good. Don't get me wrong. On paper, they are putting up numbers left and right. But Guess how, you, guess how you hit 150 points and score just like the Brooklyn Nets? Play the Brooklyn Nets. Because I'm going to tell you the truth, their defense is lacking. Nobody out there is playing defense. It's just like, hey, you know what? We're just going to score more than you and then turn around and beat you like that. It's not like they're a very high defensive team. As a matter of fact, currently right now, in most of the major defensive stats, I'm talking about roughly about five different defensive stats, they're ranked 26 or lower. Overall, on just on just their overall defensive efficiency, they rank right now 28th in the league. Yes, there's only 30 teams in the league, and they're ranked 28th. But, yes, they are one of the best offenses you will see. They put up numbers at a rapid pace. They cross over. They're on every highlight. I'm telling you, they've showed up on so many top tens. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is a great team to watch, beautiful team. I'm talking absolutely beautiful team. I wouldn't allow my kids to watch it because I am a coach myself, and I believe in defense. But their defense efficiency has been going on. They've been playing a little bit better. They've started to do a little bit more to lock down teams in close games. Even though, yes, they did let one slip away to Washington in those closing seconds where they were able to score six points and take the lead right there in those closing seconds. And it was Russ Westbrook who hit the shot. I'm telling you, yes, Russell Westbrook hit the three-pointer as a dagger to put the game away. He, he was on his game that day. He dropped 41, so let me go ahead and tell you. But their defense, yes, has been lacking. I'm telling you, the Nets on one side of the floor is amazing, and on the other side of the floor is absolutely abysmal. If they can score, anybody can score on them. And all you have to do is work the law of averages and get them to miss on one crucial shot. 
it's a little bit tough because now you have three actual killers on there that can hit those crucial shots. You have James Harden, who's done it time and time again. You might foul him on that step back three, and he make it a four-point play. You have Kevin Durant, who's pretty much known for coming down and shooting that dagger coming up on, off of that wing, as he did when he was playing with Golden State. You know that he can make those shots. He's probably one of the most prolific scorers in the game right now. And I'm not saying that there's not prolific scorers in the game. I'm just saying he is one of the most prolific scorers in the game right now. The only thing he possibly could fear is a brush. Anyway, but then you have Kyrie Irving, and I'm saying if he believes that the earth is flat, that that means he must believe that this court is his world because he takes it over every single night. He goes back and forth, up and down, up and down the court. He's breaking ankles and he's dishing the ball, just like James Harden. James Harden became the facilitator that we knew he could be, and maybe he just needed the talent around him and the confidence to know that when he passes it, it's going to be an assist. And James Harden been doing beautifully doing what he does, making sure that other people around him are getting better or the people around him that are good are getting the touches that they need. Here's where the problem is. There's no big name. There's no big president in, on that team. There's nobody to grab those extra rebounds. There's nobody who's going to defend in clutch times. Now, you don't have a person like there, like a Patrick Beverly, that's earning their salt, knowing that they're going to stop your best player out there. You don't have a, you don't have a lockdown defender you know, like, mm, even a LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball, who's a great defender on ball as well as off ball. You don't have something like that. What you have is three people who have the ability to play defense. But with defense, especially in the league, and especially when you're walking into the playoffs, you're going to need defense every single night. You're going to need that person that's going to be able to lock that team under 100. Usually the way the playoffs work is first person to 100 wins. And now if you have a consistency of a team scoring over 140, 150 points on you, if you're not one of the most defensive-minded teams, all they have to do is hone in and lock you down. Now when we take a look back, yes, Kyrie Irving with the clutch shot hitting it for Cleveland to win the series. He's a well-known person who could step into the playoffs and do big things in the playoffs. Same thing with Kevin Durant. We know that he steps up and he shines in the playoffs. But now we take a look at James Harden. James Harden has been known to wither in the playoffs and causes this team to actually fall out. So when we look at them on a whole, Yes, they're a great team. They're built for they're built for uh, NBA TV. I'm telling you, if 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 I was NBA TV, I would absolutely love this team. I'd be talking about them all the time because they're built for regular season. You know, you're gonna tune in if you have your league pass. You're gonna go ahead and tune in and sit down and watch them. But are they ready? Are they built for, to go for the long haul? Are they built to go into the, into the playoffs and actually make some noise? Now, you have some teams that play some scary defense. I'm talking some scary defense. When you talk about the 76ers and the level of defense that they're playing, do you think that the Brooklyn Nets is a team that's going to be able to go a full seven games with them? Yes, you could put up numbers, but eventually Joel Embiid is going to have his way down low and what you're going to do. So, let me tell you. I know that you know everybody loves Brooklyn. They, they're right now they're riding it. They 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 feel they feel like they're empowered. It feel, it, truthfully, I I like the feeling. It feels like '95. It feels like 1995 and Biggie's back. Everybody's on Brooklyn right now. But guess what? What's gonna happen when Brooklyn has to play defense? And that's where the experiment's gonna go off the off the wall. 
let's go ahead and jump into the next topic. Finally, Bradley Beal's getting his respect. Yes, the number one vote getter on the East for the point guards after being snubbed year after year. The All Star, man, I am so happy about that. I am happy that he has finally made the All Star break. Here's some things that drives me a little bit with a little bit of concern. Because um, the Nets, Durant, uh, the Nets, Durant, of course, he's leading the East right now of all the vote getters. And LeBron James is leading the West of all the vote getters. And I dig that. And I love the fact that everybody's getting together. But right now we are in a pandemic. And LeBron James actually went ahead and spoke up about this. He was stating that it appears to be like a slap in the face for them to have to even go ahead and play the All-Star game. It was under his assumption, as well as other players' assumption, when coming back from the bubble, that they would not have an all-star break. And especially when it's 71 days outside of actually playing, they have to be back and get ready to play at a high level. That those five days that you're giving them in March, and yes, it is set for March 7th in Atlanta. Currently, it's still set like that. Those, those games, and the league has stated, yes, in the league's defense, they did state that players can opt out if they want, unlike in other years that if you get selected and you opt out, you get fined. But here, you're going to allow you to opt out. But I feel like, especially with COVID protocol, with uh, how many players had to sit out, with uh, what took place with Kevin Durant on Friday night with going in and out of the game due to a fact that there was a contact tracing, with all of these things that's taking place and people losing games and missing games, do we really think that having an all-star game is probably going to be the smartest thing right now? I'm saying suppose, suppose due to contact tracing, at the beginning of the all-star game, Kevin Durant's not allowed to play. Then he is allowed to play. Then he gets there and he plays for a little while. Now you have, put, you have jeopardized every other team and could now, they could, now they're part of that contact tracing as well. So when you stop and you really look at it, yes, it is a great event, and trust me, I would love to see the All-Star game, especially especially with the changes that they made to the All-Star game to go that full-on Kobe right after. I, I'm telling you, with things like that, that's where, that's where you, we would want it to be. It's like, it, it is absolutely amazing what they have actually done and what they have put together. And in my mind, when I sit back and look at it right now, I am like say, man, I really want to see it again. I want to see him go to that Kobe score again. I want to see that fast pace of basketball with all of the best. But at the same point in time, I don't feel that we should risk lives to see it. So I'm kind of with LeBron on this. Just for the simple fact of a shortened season is, is kind of a rushed pace. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. This is probably not the thing that we want to see right now. You know? And moving on, speaking about LeBron, let's go ahead and give him a congratulations, man. Let's go put our hands together, everybody. Start putting your hands together. No? Okay. You over there. Put your hands together. No? All right. No, no worries. I'm still excited about this because guess what? LeBron has passed Wilt Chamberlain on the field goals made list. Yes, Wilt Chamberlain, the star of L.A., one of the greatest things to ever happen to L.A. Yes, Wilt is still Chamberlain. And... Maybe I may be saying this because he used to go up against Bill Russell. And even though Bill Russell had the better, you know, a more amount of championships, they're still the Celtics. And I am biased because I'm a Lakers fan. I grew up that way. I'm sorry. I know I grew up on the East. I love the, La I love the Knicks. 
when I was out there, I still always hated the Celtics because they, deep down, I was always a Lakers fan. So, but, you know, he's passed Wilt, he's passed Wilt, and he did it in an impressive fashion because they were actually playing against the, uh, he had played against the Denver Nuggets. And they really stepped up in that game against the Denver Nuggets. I really, I was looking at the the, the, the the real breakdown of the game, and I was liking what I was seeing. Because first of all, first off, when we take a look at the score, 114 to 93, you can definitely tell that LeBron is is, is LeBron's fine wine in a way. It's and and I, and I'm and I'm not understanding it because I'm 41 years old and I literally have to train every single day to keep my body at consistent, what it was yesterday. He's actually getting better. He's aging backwards. It's like Benjamin Button out here. I'm telling you, in 35 minutes played, he had 27 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds. This guy is aging backwards. What is going on here? Whatever he's drinking, whatever serum that he's drinking, I'm going to need two shots of those. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to go grab me a coffee cup. I'm going to pour some of that serum in there, and I'm going to mix it up. I got to find out what he's doing over there because it is just amazing. And to pass a legendary player like Wilt Chamberlain, and you still got gas in the tank, and you're still going hard, that's just amazing to me. So, yes, LeBron passes Wilt for third on the all-time field goals made list. Shout out to LeBron. I'm going to go get some of what LeBron's drinking because I, I, I need that. I want y'all to stick with me. Right here on Ball Court, I'm your host, Coach Drew, and this is the world of basketball. Welcome back. This is Ball Court. I'm your host, Coach Drew, and this is the world of basketball. I love the fact that nowadays basketball has actually, uh, it, I remember back in the day where people used to talk about Michael Jordan and how he did all of this and da 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 da, da. And now when we talk about the legend of Michael Jordan, it seems like nobody else was playing on the team. Like he had a team of bums and he was just killing people by himself. But no. That's not the case. Team basketball has always been a has been a fun thing to me. And I realized one thing about it is that team basketball on a whole is still what generates the greatest looks nowadays. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and jump into a coach's look. Yes, this is Coach Drew's top five teamwork makes the dream work moments. And this was over just the last couple of days. As a matter of fact, this all happened on one day. This was like, I felt like this was this all happened on February 4th. Let me go ahead and break it down to you. I had five plays from one day where it was all about teamwork. I'm talking teamwork. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. And we're going to jump into it. We're going to talk about the one team that everybody loves, that everybody listens to, you know what I'm saying? So 
I, I'm going to go through this. This is, this is going to be a quick little clip. I, we're going to jump into these clips. We're going to talk about after after the clip. I'm going to talk about these teams on a whole. But I just want to – I'm so excited about it because I love to see teamwork. Let's go ahead and jump into the video right here. Yes, Dub Nation started off. Everybody get into it. Watch the block from, you know, stepping up. Kelly Oubre coming in, bam, with the block. So you get the first setup on Bobon. You had everybody join in for that block. It was a block party. But then you go back and take a look. Look at this. LeBron looking and dishing, giving the business. Woo! Right in between everybody. That was one of those 10 assists that I was telling you about earlier. But when we go ahead and look back, boom, we running. Everybody's moving. They're going. They're popping. They're dropping. And let me tell you, when we take a look, Take a look at John Morant, the way he just grabs it. He's looking around the court. He's looking at everybody. DB gets it. Boom, DB drops it in. And that's the way they did things over there. Now, number two, this play right here. When we take a look, we're going to go back to Denver on this one. Boom. You see that dribble handoff? That's why Nikola Jokic, that's right there. Right? Dribble handoff to Jamal Murray banging it down. That's why he's one of the MVP candidates right now. And take a look at this. Take a look here. Back in Dub Nation, bringing it down past the day-day, day-day, lay it down. See, y'all look at Steph Curry, you think all he could do is shoot his three. He could just shoot threes. Nah, he could pass the ball, too. And Draymond Green knows it, he loves it, and he rocks it. And that's what I'm talking about, team basketball, offense and defense, moving it. See, and the reason why we I brought up two different plays from uh, – Golden State is I want to go ahead and emphasize something on Golden State right now with Klay Thompson out they're still playing a ferocious game they're playing they're attacking a basket Kelly Oubre has turned things around this season I think he's starting to really hit his stride he's playing great on defense as we saw, showed in that clip and they're actually they're actually going with a piranha style defense and what I mean by a piranha style defense the person gets the ball if you get it down low in a favorable position they're attacking on you that's what we saw in that first clip and let's go ahead and take a talk about LeBron <sighs> what is this his 90th year in the league now what is the man's 105 yes I heard the other day they sat down with him they said he's 105 he came back just to play basketball once again and he's gonna keep on playing and it was absolutely amazing that pass that he made you can see why it is such is such a difficulty to play against him but Obviously, people are able to step up and do those things. Nikola Jokic is able to do certain things like the dribble handoff. The reason why he's able to do the dribble handoff is because he's such a threat. They know that if he fakes that, he has that open jump shot. So everybody has to stick close. Even Dennis Schroeder, who was actually following Jamal Murray, had to sit back and watch to see if Jokic was going to hold on to the ball on that dribble handoff. That gave Jamal Murray the lane that he needed to come down and pound it through. And I'm telling you, Stuff like that, that's teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. And when you're running a fast break, everybody's sitting there waiting. They know. Steph Curry just got over half court. They know what he's looking to do. They know what he's capable of doing over half court. So you have to be true to him. And that's going to give that forward pass for Draymond Green to just go ahead and take it in. And it's day-to-day -day all day. And that's how they work it. I love to see great teamwork and, and great team basketball. So when you take a look at what coaches are doing now and what players are doing now, they're developing in such a way where team basketball is going to be the only way that you're going to beat a team. Because I'm going to tell you the truth, what y'all were thinking about, uh, what y'all been thinking about um, uh, Michael Jordan having his team by himself, running everything, that doesn't work. 
LeBron James, uh, Steph Curry, the major players, Kevin Durant, uh, they've figured it out. They know how it works now. Even James Harden has figured it out. They know exactly how it works. Team basketball wins. Teamwork makes the dream work. All right, let's go ahead and jump into another thing. The coach is going to take a closer look at Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, she's ready for basketball. She's ready to come back. If you remember last time we heard about Brittany Griner, she was leaving the bubble. Um, due to a lot of health issues that was taking place, she wasn't in a good space mentally. She went ahead and left the bubble. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because we are actually in a place right now and a time in our lives where we could actually accept and talk op openly about mental health. And I definitely do believe that each and every one of our you know, sisters and brothers should be looking at how we could develop in mental health and how we could express this to others. And Brittany Griner was not an exception. She was very open about the difficulties, difficulties that she was having. And she went ahead and expressed that, took her time off, Took, went, spent some time outside in Phoenix and in Arizona enjoying the nature and getting one with nature and one with herself and now that time off that she had taken from basketball and, and from everything is now preparing her for a season that's upcoming where she is looking phenomenal and now you gotta stop and think about this Diana Taurasi's not hurt no more Brittany Griner mentally is in a great place so now the, now you have a team right now in Phoenix that's looking absolutely amazing. So when you sit there and you think to yourself, what are we what are we going into for the WNBA season? We have an amazing WNBA season taking place. And right out here in the West, there's going to be a lot of things take, going on. But of course, you got uh, now you got CP3 over there in Chicago doing her thing. So Chicago's going to look good over in the East. So when we take a look at it on a whole, the WNBA is going to be excited. Now, if you want to know kind of what Brittany Griner could look like after a nice little mental health break, let's stop and take a look at Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving had to step away from a game. Yes, he missed about five, six games. I believe it was about five games that he missed. And he had to do so due to the fact of a mental health break. But look at how he's been playing since he came back. Mentally, you can see that he's in a different space. He's in a different time. He's attacking the basket a lot more. He's going at it a lot more. He is literally now mentally on a different level. And that is something that I love to see. Now, I want to go ahead and take a word from the coach. See, now normally what I like to do in this segment is I like to talk about something a little bit heartfelt, you know, about what's going on. But at this point in time, I want to go ahead and talk about two situations that's taking place. First thing, I got to talk about the fact that I am excited. It has been a while. I'm talking a real while. Matter of fact, since 2003, the last time I've seen a level of rookies where I can sit here and say that, man, this is amazing to watch, that this is the future of our league, hands down, and they're actually taking it over today. And when I talk about 2003, that uh, draft class that had Dwayne Wade, that had uh, LeBron James, that had Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, that draft class was an amazing draft class. But I think that this draft class could, could actually compare. And the reason why I say this is because of two, two stars right now that have been blowing my mind. LaMelo Ball, 
And I told you, LaMelo Ball, I told you the Hornets is going to be the team to watch this year. This is going to be the team that's going to make you love basketball. If you didn't love basketball, you're going to fall in love with basketball. If you did love basketball, you're going to fall back in love with basketball. It's going to be passionate all over again, especially with Valentine's Day coming up. I'm going to buy my basketball flowers, but he buying your basketball. Okay. So, like I was saying, LaMelo Ball has been absolutely phenomenal. As a matter of fact, Friday night, he was lighting it up. And so was Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball was lighting it up on Friday alongside him. That made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside because I know LaVar was probably sitting on the couch going crazy watching it. His league pass was popping. He was like, oh my God, my boys is killing it. He said, hey, Jello, pass the popcorn. But it, 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 in a sense, I feel that it was it's amazing to watch Melo Ball. I feel like all of us have grown up with him. If you was watching uh, Ball is Life, you've seen the videos on there, seen him as a little kid in, um, in the Chino uniform that could barely fit him, and now as a grown man playing for the Charlotte Hornets and dominated. But I also want to talk about Tyrese Halliburton. Yes, Rookie of the Month that was over on the West, on the West. Tyrese has been an absolute amazement. He was picked 12th overall, and he's just been a surprise. He attacks the basket. He, um, he's just athletically like, wow. And when you take a look at it, what he gives Sacramento is he gives them that, 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 that extra. He gives them. He, I'm going to be honest. When I sat down and I was thinking about the Sacramento Kings for this season, I thought to myself, hmm, that's not going to be a good team. I'm probably not going to watch them. And if I did watch them, I would probably not watch them for too long. But it was absolutely amazing to watch them. I said, man, this kid, Tyrese, is, he's a beast. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where they're going to go with it. And now, there's, a, there's talks of actually moving him to the start into the starting position and putting him as a starting point guard and having DeAndre Fox at a starting two guard. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how explosive that's going to be? I'm telling you, they're going to be like the, it's going to be like the Hornets. It's going to be kind of like the Hornets of the West. Could you imagine that? The Hornets of the West right out there? This is absolutely phenomenal. So I'm, I'm excited about the whole rookie presence right now and how the rookie game is exploding. So we want to, I, I want to put everything together here. I want to sit here and sit, sit here and think about what we're looking at in the future. Because already right now, LaMelo Ball has actually taken over a starting position. You know, with Terry Rozier's injury, he's now, uh, now looking at the starting position on the Hornets. Now with Tyrese Halliburton, coming up as a starter for Sacramento, we're starting to see the changing of the guard. We're starting to see what, what the future is really going to line up, how it's going to align, and what it's going to look like. And now you have rumors that uh, Alonzo Ball is on the trade market. You know what I'm saying? He's on the trading block. Now with a performance that he had Friday night, that's going to up his value a little bit. Now think about this. Think about this. If you're talking about building a team for the future, how great would it be to have a ball started and have a ball to back them up? Very similar style of play, very similar style of uh, energy. And I think that that would be a great thing, especially since Sacramento, you can see, having a, having a heavy guard rotation, they look like they're actually gearing up for something big too. You know, Buddy Hill has been... You know, without, I mean, since, you know, the whole Buddy Hill thing, it's kind of been like, 
you 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 wouldn't see that this is going to be the next team. But I I honestly believe that now Tyrese Halliburton being there, this could be the next team. This could be the next big one. I don't know. I don't know. I I see that they look like a young team. They're probably not going to make any waves in the West right now. But definitely, this kid is the future. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. You heard it here first. If anybody has not told you, they've been lying to you. All right. Before I go ahead and let y'all go, I just want to thank y'all for, you know, hanging with me. But I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to my sponsor, CashToCheckin.com. Check them out. CashToCheckin.com. Cash to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical. That was cashandcheckin.com. When you're tired of working for the man and you're tired of building the man's dreams and you're ready to start building your own dreams, go to cashandcheckin.com. Tell them that Coach Drew sent you and trust me, you will start to see your future open up right away. I want to give a special shout out to the CWN Sports. Thank you for having me here and thank you for having me on. But definitely, I want you to go there, subscribe, follow along, check out the page, see what's popping with me, see what's growing with me, see what's growing with us. CWN Sports is always growing every day. As a matter of fact, I got to definitely tell you, go ahead and wake up to the Sean Harvey Morning Show with Sean, Barbie, Cologne, and Sinny J. They will guarantee have you smiling in your mornings. Now, I also want you to take the time out to go ahead and listen to my boy Malik. He's going to hit you with the blitz. It's going to be some wild sports and some wild information. And it's going to be Malik's way. I really like that. He digs that. And also, go ahead and listen to Let's Kick It. Subscribe, follow, Let's Kick It. That's when Coach Drew, he steps away from the basketball court and goes to the sidelines and he starts to tell you about some of the greatest shoes, some of the greatest fits that you could rock in your, you know, anytime that you're going out, you can even rock a matching mask with it. I'm so, let's kick it. It's so COVID safe. You're going to love it. All right. But I also want y'all to go ahead and run over to anywhere you get your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and definitely subscribe. But of course, we, we love your subscription and you definitely want to make sure that you have that notification on. Because when you hear that thing, you know that boy did his thing. And yes, my name is Coach Drew. I want to thank y'all for coming out. Thank y'all for being with me. Thank y'all for allowing me to be all up in the air and in front of your eyes. And I want to see. I will talk to you next time right here on Let's Kick. I mean, I'm sorry, right here on Ball Court. See, I, I even like Let's Kick it that much. Ball Court, this is the place, world of basketball. I am Coach Drew. I'll see you next time. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.